0: Broads, I firmly believe that everyone could use a little more bread in their lives, which is what the sponsor of today's episode is perfect for, satisfying all your daily bread needs. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen box for artisanal bread and broads. They are so delicious.
1: I am so obsessed with Wild Grain. They are so good. They use totally clean ingredients. And each product is made utilizing sourdough fermentation. It's better for you, and it tastes incredible. Um, so all you have to do is sign up. You pick which type of box you'd like to receive and how often. And there's options for breads, pastas, even pastries. They're croissants. I can't even...
0: Then Wild Grain delivers the goods to your door and every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. And for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com chatty to start your subscription. I'm telling you, broads, the most delicious bread. Holy smokes.
1: Yeah. And you get free croissants in every box. And thirty dollars of your first box $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash chatty. That's wildgrain.com slash chatty, or you can use promo code chatty at checkout.
0: And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello. Hello. you Becca. Hi. Looking absolutely fab in this top. Thank you.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Talk I meant about to this shout it out. Because you posted it on Instagram, a new good Alma piece. And I'm like, if you don't get this to me ASAP.
1: <laughs> I have one in my car. I have two in then my car. Really so I'll you it over. <laughs> Um Yeah, it's so funny because I was like, oh, my gosh. I meant to actually bring it on. I'm like, oh, I bet Jess would love to wear this as like a scarf. And I'll wear it as a top at the same time. But then I didn't think about it. Um, it's just like a cute little 100% silk luxurious silky silk scarf it's so cute and it's got this bird print all over it that andrew who you know popped onto our show he hand painted all of the bird designs (gasps) and um yeah and so it's kind of fun because this is the first piece like we're just having a fun loose like bird watchers club theme and there's going to be a couple other like sweaters and sweatshirts one of the sweaters has this cute quail on it. Oh my um, god. But what what's fun about the fun scarf too, collection. if you're wearing it like this, is that there's a different bird in every corner. So you can wear the top, you know, like like you can wear it like a top in four different ways. Right, and it doesn't look like bird a bird or a like blue a, jay. Well you can just so showcase cute. whatever bird you want to showcase. So you today can I want to switch it
0: up a different bird yeah, a day, today baby. Today I
1: want to showcase the quail. So anyway.
0: Yeah. Yes. I love the scarf. Check it out. So. Good mom. Yeah. yeah. Um, Today, I'm excited about this episode. I know. We wanted to answer questions from the broads about kind of what's happening. Um, you know, how maybe certain whys, if we didn't answer them in, the, in last Tuesday's episode, yeah. what's coming, all of that. I have to tell you first. Yeah, tell me. I, you know, been a little bit of an emotional basket case. Um the day before we dropped the episode um and i was like going through it or whatever and i was getting teary listening to certain parts of the episode and feeling emotional and ember was doing her little homework next to me and she looked at me and she's like what are you what are you upset about are you okay and i'm like i'm like yeah i'm okay i'm just um i'm like i'm just feeling emotional i'm feeling a little bit sad and i'm feeling a little bit nervous and all sorts of emotions because you know mommy and auntie becca were wrapping up the podcast and so i'm feeling you know a little sad about that and then like nervous about new beginnings and and ember goes i know that feeling and i'm like do you like what how do you know that feeling and she's like well when i was ending kindergarten i was really sad because I really was going to miss my teacher because I love my teacher. So I was really sad that I was going to have to leave my teacher. And I was really nervous because starting first grade is really scary. And I didn't know about the homework. And I also didn't know if I was going to like my teacher. She's like, but then I started first grade and I love my teacher. And I still got to hang out with my friends from kindergarten And I'm learning all sorts of new things. She's like, and I get to see my kindergarten teacher all the time at school. So I was really scared, but it was really good. And I'm really happy. And that just like made my heart just break and explode. I'm like, oh my God, that is an absolute parallel. Yeah. An absolute parallel. And her Mm. just little spirit was like, yeah, I understand. It's going to be fine. And it made me think about how like that's just life. And how this is just like such a... Always transitions. Always transitions and how they're sad and scary and full of emotion. But then with like communication and all these, there can be all these new, beautiful experiences on the other side.
1: Definitely.
0: And I was like, out of the mouths of babes, baby. Mm. Out of the mouths of
1: babes. That's so sweet. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I don't think it's really, like, set in for me at all. Like, I don't actually have, like, a lot of emotion coming up. Like, it's, it, I don't think it's quite hit me, especially because we've been, like, slowly talking about everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like I was saying last episode, I just feel so much relief from anxiety of, of things between us. Like, just, yeah. Yeah. I was feeling so much of that. And so I just feel so much relief of like, wow, I'm so happy with the way that this transition has been going so far. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's going to set in until like a few weeks out. Yeah. <laughs> and or until like, we're not recording every week together. Yeah. Like I imagine like the first Wednesday where I'm like, Oh, what am I doing? No, I'm that's not gonna going to feel really weird. Yeah. That's going to so, feel really weird. And even like you, it's like this routine, you know, it's yeah. like, you're like you kind of got you got your sketch this is
0: what we do you watch this you plan this you record here edit here. i mean
1: like yeah and i know you'll still be you guys will be continuing on to your show but with ad copy and like prep and all that it's just going to be a completely different completely different shift
0: yeah we'll see as far as like how many episodes a week i'm like we'll see if we're gonna do
1: Still, it's not like you're going to be doing three no. anytime soon. No, no. Like One or two. Yes, so, <laughs> not three. Yeah. <sighs> if you did do two episodes a week, what would you do? Oh, second, would you just... Yeah, talk about that. I'm sure people have that question. Yeah, so
0: I think... I don't know if I made this clear because I think a lot of people were asking, um, sending me messages about it um, in, from the last episode. So the plan is that after we... Uh, put out our final episode of Chatty Broads that Evan and I are going to um, start our podcast either that next week or maybe one week break in between but it will be either immediately that next week or uh, the following week and we're going to be doing reality TV recapping. So, you know, um, maybe we'll do Love is Blind. It depends on what's coming up around that season. Yeah. Doing The Bachelor, all that stuff. Um, but as far as a second episode of the week goes, you know, I'm I'm excited to be like having conversations with... My husband in this and kind of see what comes from that. So, obviously, like conversations about relationships and those dynamics, um, you know, potentially guests specifically just focused in on relationships, um, maybe different people from reality TV and what's going on with them and breakups, um, but definitely focused on that since, you know, him and I were kind of dating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys so, are a thing.
0: Yeah, but you know, well, but it's also like that's the plan. Um, of what we're going to focus in on. But at the same time, we both want to be kind of open to like what happens. And Mm -hmm. as we start recording together, like we're focusing on the reality TV recaps of everything. But if all of a sudden there's a different feel of like, oh, this feels right while we're recording together maybe moving into that space more. So we're, we're open. We're Do open to that. Do you
1: have an idea of what show you'll be recapping? Because that's like in six to eight weeks.
0: I believe Love is Blind will be airing season okay. three around that time. So I think we're going to be doing Love is Do Blind. Do you watch season two? I know I have to watch it now. I'm like, I got to watch it. I love. the first. I didn't watch it either. I loved the first season. I heard Love is
1: Blind season two was crazy.
0: I heard that too. And I remember there was so much drama coming like, out yeah. of it. Because now they have the Love is Blind after the altar you know but you know maybe if there's a new uh, Real Housewives Too Hot to Handle there is Salt
1: Lake City come season three Salt Lake starting City like today. I
0: love with every bone in my body Love Island UK like, oh that's yeah one, and that is Evan's like favorite reality TV yeah. show he's obsessed the man will binge like no other but there is an episode every day. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm quite able to commit to uh, watching all long those episodes. How go? Like, how long do they do an episode every day for? How many weeks? Like same length as The Bachelor. So they have like there's ha- like fifty six episodes. And how? Or I guess long? maybe it's not as long. Maybe it's like a month or five weeks or something like that. But there's like in the like there's
1: like twenty to thirty episodes. Oh, like fifty. How many, how long is
0: each one? An hour, I believe. And the thing that's so great about Love Island is that because they're putting out, by the way, the production team on this, can you imagine? No. Because it's happening, the UK ones are happening live because people are voting while they're in the villa about like who they want to send in, who they want to kick off. Live? They're putting out like every 24 hours, they're popping out an episode. But what's really cool about that is because it's day to day, yeah.
1: The, I mean, so how do you watch this if it's every day? Like, how how does someone maintain watching the show? I mean, do people like? But but I'm being serious. Like, do people watch every episode, or do they kind of just like? Can you sort of like watch one every three episodes? You know,
0: for myself because I'm not watching it live, I don't get it until a little bit after. Right. Um, the, it drops in the UK. Yeah. So like I'll binge a couple at a time. Okay. Like oh at nighttime I'll watch like two episodes yeah. and then like you know so I just take my time okay. through it. But over in the UK it's a show that's like an every night type show. It's almost like watching a late night TV right? Okay. Where it's like Jimmy Fallon's on every single night okay. and it's for an hour. And so it's like every night in the UK people are watching and voting and wow. staying abreast of all the drama. And what's wild Monday about it Monday through Sunday Uh, Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. Okay. What's wild about it is that the contestants are on the show and because it's live, they have their Instagrams that are blowing up and they don't know it. And then they'll come back and have like millions of followers because the people on Love Island crush numbers. That's crazy. They put The Bachelor to shame, numbers-wise. Like, you'll see people who walk off with, like, you know, past Hannah Brown, Tyler C. type numbers. Five,
1: six million. Yeah, yeah, like four, like
0: three, four million. Oh, yeah. And so the idea of going on the show and not knowing what's happening, people's opinions on the outside of you, they have no idea. Granted,
1: it seems like when you're doing things like live like that, there's so much less... Room for like editing stuff, so well, it's that's like what I was gonna say. So I think more real depiction. I think of one of the reasons I mean, in a reality TV show, but yeah, I
0: think one of the reasons why I really like the show so much is because sure it's technically reality sure. TV, but when you're putting an episode out every single day, you're you're actually not getting this like crazy edited, yeah, planned out thing as much. You're actually seeing people's real responses the drama actually happening in real time and in general i don't feel like it is often at all where there's ever like a villain on the show someone will make a mistake yeah. there'll be fallout but then they repair it
1: and it's probably just on to the next thing and it's on
0: to the next thing and yeah. so there's not you don't typically like leave the show being like oh, that person was the worst and they were horrible. Yeah. It's a little bit like, Get oh, these are, my, sense these are my of favorites. Yeah. I loved them. But that's kind of, it's not, it doesn't feel as like vitriol and like planned out. We gotta have a villain, we gotta have a hero.
1: So yeah, I guess how would you recap that if you were doing it? I mean, I
0: mean, every day it's like, it's just too much. <laughs> like it's just too much TV for my brain, <laughs> that's <crazy>. honestly. That's <laughs> Too
1: much TV for my brain. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I mean, granted, you could do it, and you could do two episodes a week, and you would just kind of cover whatever's happened.
0: It's just more like the amount of like like watching watching that much reality TV feels like my brain might explode. (laughs) That's a lot. I'm like, I need some some calm app through it, some meditative time. Granted,
1: the one hour a night is nice after just coming off of the season of The Bachelorette, where we had like a two hour finale, and then the next day a three hour finale. Like
0: Bachelor in Paradise twice a week for two hours each. That's basically the same amount of time, though, Jess. It is. It is. It's like four hours, five hours. You never know. Maybe we decide to dive into it because I do know that is like that show is the love of Evan's life. I have never seen the man. That's so funny. He watches that show and he falls in love with a couple immediately. And it is like he'll be on the floor watching it. Yeah. Just like bawling watching this show I'm like you won't cry during our conversations but you watch Love Island and he gets so <laughs> invested in these couples and he's oh. like I believe that it's true love and like it's just so
1: invested interesting I have yeah. never seen a, a single episode in my life so I might just have to do it
0: I will stand by forever okay I watched part of the first season of Love Island USA and I was like eh about it but I heard that it just keeps getting better and better. I heard this last season of Love Island USA was really good, but I am like a Love Island UK fanatic. I've been watching Mm. it since the second season many years ago when it came out. And it's just so good. Mm. It's so good. All of the iterations, Love Island, Australia, all of it. It's Mm. fantastic. Mm. Everyone's so fun on the show too. And there's just constant, they know how to do it. Like I said, they did the Casa Amor thing yeah. where they like, they dropped the new bombshells in the villa constantly. Like new it's just, new bombshell has entered the villa. The
1: new bombshell has entered the villa. Like
0: it's just fantastic. Interesting. Fantastic. I do think
1: I am so overwhelmed. When you said that there's an episode every day, I'm like.
0: No, it's one of those things where it's like, if you're watching it, you just have to go in and be like, okay, like this might be our new show and I'm going to yeah. casually watch it when I want to watch yeah. it. Yeah, But it's, it's a show that I do feel like you can pop in and out of because so many things are changing that like you could miss a full relationship over two episodes and there's a brand new relationship that's like, a full breakup and now they're fully invested in someone else. Well, that might
1: become Justin Evans show might become a love Island. recap <laughs> we'll show. We'll see. We'll that, that might be what you're hearing, we'll but I think, see. you know, look, sometimes, um, th- for some of these questions, like there aren't solid answers to like, a lot of these things are an exploration in progress. So I think, you know, it's like, you don't know what, yeah. Show exactly so th- yeah, that's the game plan. And like, happens. of
0: course, I just wanted to say to, you know, leading up to it, like I'll be, Posting about it. I'll be letting everyone know, like when we figure out exactly what show we're going to do and have like specific release dates and everything. But yeah, yeah it'll be it'll be right after. And uh, yeah. Okay, broad squad, quick pause. So if there's one thing in life you really don't want to be loosey goosey with, it's your birth control prescription. But listen, we get it. Sometimes life has other plans and standing in line at the pharmacy or making it to a doctor's appointment to talk about your prescription might not be at the top of your priority list for the month. That's where favor comes in the digital service providing you easy access to birth control.
1: The service that we have shared about forever and that you know and love as the Pill Club is now Favor. They've got over 4,000 five-star reviews. They carry over 120 FDA-approved brands, and they ship to all 50 states. Most brands of birth control are actually free with insurance or Medicaid, and prices start as low as $6.99 per pack without insurance. Favor delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging, along with other self-care extras.
0: No more waiting in line at the pharmacy or trying to find time in your work schedule to make it to a doctor's appointment. Favor lets you handle everything easily from your own home. And because birth control is not exactly the most simple subject to understand, you'll even have access, personalized access, to their licensed medical team via text to walk you through the entire process. Right now, when you go to heyfavor.com slash chatty, Favor is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Chatty Broads listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's h e y f a v-o-r dot com slash chatty heyfavor.com slash chatty to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more individuals in need of affordable birth control. Remember, heyfavor.com slash chatty. You must use the link to make a donation. So I used to think that eating out was the ultimate treat, but honestly, no. You want to know what the actual dream is? cooking something delicious in your own kitchen with fresh ingredients that tastes like it could have been made in a restaurant. Oh, and it doesn't cost a fortune. And there are almost no dishes afterwards. If it sounds like there's no way a meal like that could possibly exist, then listen up because you're going to want to hear all about HelloFresh.
1: Oh, HelloFresh is the dream partner when it comes to mealtime. Literally, the hardest part of the whole process is you have to pick out what you want to eat from their menu. They've got over 30 different recipes every week to choose from. Uh, Once you have made your selections, HelloFresh sends you pre-portioned, partially prepared ingredients and easy-to-follow recipe cards right to your door, and they make home cooking easy and fun again. The meals are ready in minutes, and you actually save money compared to eating out. And you can save money from grocery shopping, Uh, because you never have leftover ingredients. Um, So all those are reasons to switch to HelloFresh.
0: Okay, so the reason I love cooking with HelloFresh, or I guess one of the reasons really, is that it lets me get experimental in the kitchen. Okay, we all know that I'm no expert chef. I've spoken about this before. Um, I tend to stick to the few recipes in the kitchen that I know and I have ingredients for, and they're decent. But With HelloFresh, their recipes are foolproof and because they supply everything you need, you don't have to worry about being wasteful. You only get exactly what you're going to use. It's allowed us to try so many new dishes and cuisines at my house that I know I never would have been able to figure out how to cook on my own. So
1: thank you, HelloFresh. Go to hellofresh.com slash chatty65 and use code chatty65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash chatty65 and use code chatty65 for 65% off plus free shipping today. Um, I think that is a good segue into the next question that like a ton of people have, which is when exactly is the pod is our podcast over, which is like, I guess, another thing that we just kind of have to work out it's going to be shortly after Paradise ends. So if we've done our calculations right, like probably the first week of November, but I feel like depending on what we've covered, just in terms of like, we want to have like fan favorite guests on, we want to have a final date night episode. So like, maybe it'll be like one another week or another episode or two after, or like another few episodes after um, Paradise finale. So I would say sometime in the first two weeks of November yeah um yeah and um also you know we're going
0: to be doing our best to to be communicating with all you broads like you know when we know when the final episode of bachelor paradise is ending and what the
1: schedule is going to be as we finish up question is so sad oh my god this person said anyway you guys will decide not to do this My heart is broken. I feel like I'm losing my best friends. I'm just so sad.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well,
1: okay. I will say this. If you like bros and you like broads, there's going to be one host from each of those starting a podcast immediately. So, there is that. Um, You're not losing all your friends. That
0: just makes me... But I so I mean I so appreciate that so much. Like it means so much and I'm so sorry for Yeah, those feelings of loss, like you and I were talking about behind the scenes and we mentioned it on Tuesday's episode. It's like when you have your podcast or your show that you watch and it comes to an end, like there's no there's no way around it to say like it sucks. Like it's not it's it it sucks. Yeah. And yeah this wasn't obviously like again like we discussed in Tuesday's episode this wasn't a decision that was carried out lightly and we feel confident about it and like we said we also wanted to we wanted to dock the ship and
1: I don't think that if we like decided to continue for another couple years like not because we hate working together or anything like that Mm -hmm. but I think as we were talking about it's just doesn't feel right in our timing and like what I don't know, what whatever's calling us right now, whatever that may be. So I feel like if we just continued to to keep on keeping on, I feel like there would be like a loss of this like authenticity Mm -hmm. or this sort of like pull that I think made our show so good, honestly, in the first place. And I would hate to see that. I would hate to feel like it was just kind of like, Mm -hmm. meh. I also feel like
0: then there's, like, a three-way thing going on, right? It's, like, we're not then honoring ourselves. Yeah. We're not honoring each other, and then we're not honoring the broads as listeners when we're not putting out this authentic product. What would
1: be the reason, then, to continue, right? It would be either as, like, a money grab or Mm -hmm. to try to, like, make people happy. Neither of which are, like... Not gonna be very fulfilling. But, But I'm being serious. Like, I... Do you feel like for the people that are really bummed out? I totally understand. And also like you're there's still going to be content coming out like from Jess and Evan. And I feel like that's, I don't know, something to look forward to. Um, so uh, people also asked, like, will you and we're gonna Gray? We're going to do our
0: best. People
1: also ask. No, we can
0: replace Becca, but we're going to do our best. People
1: did ask, will you and Gray ever make appearances on your guys' podcast? I don't know. Will we? they have been banned and blocked
0: <laughs> no i mean of course you know that If and that's my thing too it's like going into this i never want to make that promise because i want to be able to give you and Grace in your space and not be like so i'm expecting you to show up on this one this one this one and this one it's like the door is always open and that's and that's a fact it's just more like i also then want to respect your time and space if you're like hey i need to a break here for you know a what's funny
1: though is I love I've just realized lately like I and being people a guest? have been asked. I just love being a guest on someone else's show it's like there's no commitment there's no like it's just kind of like all the fun parts of having a podcast mm-hmm. to be honest like I've guested on a couple podcasts recently I went on Craig's I went on that was such um, a good episode by the way so fun um, I love him Went on Craig's uh, Went on Abby's I think there was Someone else I, I'm gonna go on Lena's soon And uh, Oh you're gonna go on
0: Lena's Yeah I'm gonna go well, on Lena's really good. We just have
1: to nail down A date But um, Yeah it's like I just am having fun Like being on other People's podcasts Cause it's just You just get to like Chat and they're in charge Of coming up with What you want to talk about And it's just sort of like I don't know. That's fun. It's
0: almost a little bit like reality TV.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, it totally is. You're showing up as you and you have like a producer asking you questions and you're answering them. And like, you're like, I get to now flex and be funny and fun and answer the questions in a fun, exciting way. A thousand percent. Yeah. And
1: there's kind of no pressure. I don't Mm -hmm. generally look and see. Oh, my God. Although I looked at the comments on Community Service Craig's thing, and I didn't know there were so many incels on the <laughs> comment thread. Wait, you mean on the YouTube? No, like on the he has like a Community Service podcast Instagram account. Oh, okay. And everyone on it was just like pretty girl. But she like, ew, look at those armpits. Like it was like nothing. And I haven't seen anything like that in a long time. Get out of here. And it was just like literally like 20 guys just commenting with the razor emoji. I know. It was actually what? kind of like it kind of shook me. Craig, it's time Craig. to go on a
0: rampage rant I'll on come one back of on your podcasts
1: now. Tomorrow. Um, so I feel like Craig's literally even
0: maybe my memory I have there's like random trauma memories that come in and out of like different dramas or whatever, but I feel like there was something that went down where someone was shaming you for your body hair. Huh. And Craig went on his Instagram stories and tagged that person, whoever it was, and was going off on them. And I remember, I re- forget who it was. It was someone who, uh whose like brother.
1: Oh, it was Jesse James Decker's brother who did it, but I don't even think they associate with each other anymore. There's a lot of drama in that family. Oh, okay. But uh, it, was, it was, no, no, no. Uh, it was... Yeah, whatever her brother's name is. And Craig... But maybe it was Craig. Maybe it was Craig who went off no, on it him. Yeah, it no, it was Craig. No, I know
0: that. I just wasn't sure who it was oh, that he was going on. No, that was Jesse James no, Decker's Craig, brother. I was in like, case you guys
1: don't know, it was a few years ago, and her brother, he, like, posted on, on his story. It was so aggressive. He went on his story, posted a photo of me that I had posted in a dress, and and he was like he just went off and was like this is disgusting like i would never like want to be with a woman who looks like like just went off and, and it then, was of so course people were sending it to because me. it
0: wasn't like you two had had any drama there
1: was no and he literally didn't know who i was he literally like probably came up on his explore page or someone sent it to him and then it was just like ew i'm going to rant about this he was like some things are like not okay like and went crazy and then i was like dude the, like it had me shaking like it was unbelievable oh, yeah. and uh so i was just like, dude, this is not cool. And he like doubled down was just like, I'm sorry. Like some things I'm going to call him. Like so I see him like some things are disgusting and like whatever, whatever. And it was crazy. But then he did end up about a year after actually he messaged me and was like, Hey, I just wanted to tell you, like, I'm really, really sorry. Like, oh, really? Yeah. And I know that within that time, like he had a daughter that was born and he was just like, I'm really sorry. Like I want to make amends with people that I've hurt in my life. And like, I shouldn't have done that. And he, yeah, he, he, he messaged me and apologized to me like a year after, oh, which was, wow. okay. I, I meant, a, I was just like, you know, thank you. So he, he came back later and like, you know, wanted to make things right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That was crazy though. So yeah. So Craig, went I was off. like,
0: was this a fever dream? But okay. Yeah. No, Craig went on his Instagram and he was tagging him. And I remember Craig <laughs> <laughs> in Craig fashion going off. So and funny. I remember having this moment Cause I think that was like we were still new in our relationship with Craig. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh family. He's a real one. <laughs> That's our brother. He's like defending Becca, like publicly going off. Oh, it was I like love brother Craig. so much.
1: Oh, I adore him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I've enjoyed going on other people's podcasts. By the way, a lot of people have brought this up, and I thought it was kind of a fabulous idea. People want to do a final merch drop. And I was just thinking maybe we could do something and do chatty broads forever or something like oh, that. that. That's I think really cute. Would love that, that would be really
0: fun. Um, yeah, that would be like chatty broads and then like an expired stamp on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Canceled.
0: You know what I was thinking? I was like, oh, my gosh, all of our like the chatty renewed. broads
1: merch is like vintage now. I know. It's a collector's it's a, item. Yeah, it's a capsule. I know. I know um here's another one yeah it's funny that people ask like would you ever go on Justin Evans podcast as a special guest it's like would I ever like sure yes yeah why not we're all good here um we're all good here also a lot of people interesting interesting question too someone asked uh what's happening to the chatty broad socials can one of you reuse them for the next pod um Potentially. Haven't yeah. really haven't really thought about that.
0: I haven't broken that one down quite yet.
1: Negotiations yeah. can always happen. Uh, and on a lot of people too it's ask... It's gonna become if,
0: Ruth's Instagram.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I buy it off Jess and I just turn it to Ruth. And Frank. It's just Ruth. No, don't no, worry. <laughs> it's Ruth. just Ruth. <laughs> Ruth is like,
0: I need my own space, baby. It's my time <laughs> to shine. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> Woo! Um, People also said, would you consider doing a final IRL live show before the end? No, not enough time to plan that. Sorry.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Maybe one day, you know what?
1: Maybe, maybe we did a a live reunion. A
0: live reunion would be great, or honestly, cool. like Evan and I have talked about uh, doing some shows, and obviously, you know, would love to have you as a guest. The IRL
1: live shows are already in the works. Okay, uh, but no, with chatty broads, that, uh, not before the end of the podcast. A lot of people too, a lot of people too, asking about chatty bros, and to be honest, that I can't answer that. I don't, I don't think, I don't think they have plans to keep going, but I don't even think they've fleshed that out. Yeah, I <laughs> don't think so. But I was just thinking the other day, like, and I'm just going to tell them both, like, if they wanted to, they probably could do a Patreon with just even a couple episodes a month. Yeah. Like, the amount of questions on here that are like, bros, what about chatty bros? Um da-da-da-da-da. Evan and Gray, what's happening? Chatty, What's happening with chatty bros? Chatty bros ending too? What's happening with the bros? Will chatty bros still be a thing? That's going
0: to make them feel so happy to know know. that everyone was asking. What's happening with chatty bros? Honestly, it has
1: been... Will chatty bros live on?
0: Like Becca and I have been saying, you know, this is more of a recent conversation with us, but there has been, you know, there's so many layers to it that go just beyond the actual sitting in front of the microphone with like contracts and all that stuff. So it's like there's been so much time put into talking about chatty broads that, yeah, we haven't even, I kind of always looked at it as like a, a full thing, but the boys, the boys can talk about what they might have planned in the future. Something, maybe potential. We'll talk to them about it.
1: Um, Someone said, can you revisit your conversation about faith in a future pod? And I think definitely, I think maybe we should just make a mental note to put up a post on our Chatty Broad's Instagram and ask specifically for the intention of like, what would you like us to cover? And then we can also see, I think what's fun about doing that too is the most like comments will shoot to the top so we can kind of see versus doing like a question box. Oh, we that's can a kind great of idea. see what excites people the most. Great as a idea. So
0: have everybody say what they want Comment. and then to like it if they, yeah. Okay. And then
1: we'll naturally see those float to the top. I think
0: that's a great idea, but absolutely would love to revisit the faith conversation.
1: Yeah. Um, people are here and I can let you scroll through too. Um, Someone asked. Just a few people have asked. Becca, are you still doing stu- ads and stuff on Instagram? And yeah, uh, I don't have any other plans right now. I don't. I really don't know what's going to happen like in the next couple years. I legitimately, I legitimately like don't have any plans, and that's not me just saying that. Like I have. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. I don't know if you, if and- you
0: could create a dream scenario for yourself, do you have one or is kind of the dream um, scenario just not having any plans and just being able to feel for the first time honestly in a really, I was thinking about your journey and feeling a little overwhelmed just thinking about your journey. I was like, Becca went on a reality TV show. Almost straight off of a reality TV show was about to hot like that the the bombardment of that new life experience and all these yeah. followers and all those transitions and interviews and all that planning to go on the next reality TV show you get pregnant massive life shift we start the podcast you have I was the little also one. before
1: even I got pregnant I wasn't even sure if I was going to do Paradise and I actually was like I don't talk about this a lot because it's sort of feels weird but like i was legitimately like um had just got signed on with like an acting agency like i was started doing classes i'd gotten a like literally my first audition i ever went to meryl streep yeah my first first audition i i ever went to i did get a call back for i was really excited yeah and uh and that went really well. Like the second Can audition. Can you say what it was for? It was just for like a soap. It was for what's one of the big soap operas that's like still All around? Like All My Children, or like is Days as of Our Lives? Days lives is still, of Our is that, Lives. That one's not still on.
0: I, I don't know. As the world
1: turns, I there's like one of those big ones, like yeah. General Hospital. I don't know if that's okay, still General around. General Hospital. I, I don't know like, if that's still around. It's one of the old. It was one of the what's one of the oldest soap operas. All ever I'm that's thinking still about is Days
0: of Our Lives and all my children. I think it might have
1: been Days of Our Lives. Okay. It was like wow. a show like oh, that, that. Cool. and I got a call back for that, <gasps> and I was so excited. I really crushed that one. Not gonna lie. Um, and then, like the second audition I ever went on for was um, for Lil Dickie's show, and I auditioned for the role of his girlfriend, and I actually got got to read with him and like go back and forth with him for, in that audition. And I got Wait, like for real? Yeah 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 And That's I got That's a really good show Yeah no I know And and uh, Andrew Santino's on that show Who I oh, love Oh really? Yeah Yeah um, It took a long time to make Cause that, I did that audition Back in 20 Beginning of 20 Beginning of 2018 um, But Yeah And like That audition went pretty well And they, they I got good note Cause they like send notes You know to like your yeah. agent after And they were like you know, she was like really charming and great. Like she's, she we just like don't feel like she's like right for this role. Um, yeah, and I also auditioned for like a, this Netflix show too. For like, I was going out for like big auditions because I was I'm like, shook right now. I had
0: no, I like I remember <laughs> you saying that like you dabbled, but I did not know that it was like
1: proper like this. Well, it was kind of like it. It was lucky because I um you know had come off of the bachelor but honestly like a lot of people were like well you know you yeah actually I had a meeting with caa like i was actually like and luckily i had the connection of gray's dad because i started dating gray in like february and immediately like his dad was down to like give recommendations and stuff but um but yeah luckily there was a couple agents who were like a fan of the show and were like oh yeah like you know like you have on screen whatever so i was going out for yeah i was going out for those auditions and normally if you go out for an audition like you don't get to audition for those kind of roles like N- that's, why, roles. that's
0: why i'm like in shock when you're
1: saying that right now because it's like especially
0: first like early yeah. auditions
1: yeah, so holy smokes. That was really cool and then I just got pregnant and then, you know, and, like nothing came Would it. Would you ever try to do that again? For sure. Well, and and with this show that I've been co-writing for um, which is so cool yeah. and we did just get turned down by we took it to um, Eva Longoria's studio and it did get turned down, but now we're going to talk with other studios Here's right my now. thing though.
0: When you when you had posted that close friends yeah close friends <laughs> i'm like do you realize that you just had like that's the wildest opportunity ever like the fact that
1: no that to be was, sitting in a meeting with her with wet hair being like oh hey guys you know what's up like like
0: that's already have one million steps forward
1: yeah that's wild. Yeah. So, um, but what's like proper
0: Hollywood business, baby.
1: But with that show, I mean, if anything, my dream with that show is like, I just want to make the pilot. Like I don't, it's, I, you know, you don't realize with this stuff, like with shows and movies, it's like, it's so rare that something gets written and then makes it all the way to like actually airing oh, as a season. Like yeah. thousands of shows get turned down and don't, nothing happens with them. Um, but yeah my dream with this one is like I would love to just have the pilot get made but if the show does happen like I would be, I would be star- starring in it so I would that's be like, like a, the role so is that,
0: like a, is that like a
1: non-negotiable where you're like I will be the lead well I didn't that wasn't like my so it's kind of funny I, I uh, a, a, an agent a former like just Instagram ad agent you know who they are like the oh. you know from what oh, okay yeah yeah only does Instagram deals normally he was like hey I had um, a guy reach out to me from this um, production like they they produce TV shows whatever they're looking for people to collaborate with to create shows like loosely based on like their life experience and when we're talking loose I'm talking very loose <laughs> like none of the things in the show like are really like about me but okay. it's just kind of like. I guess you would call it like the spirit of me. You know how like sure. you know how LaCroix is like like peach flavored, and you're like maybe a peach was next door when they made it. Right, right, like, right. That's right. kind a of how this there. show is to me. Like it's sort of it's Becca very, was okay nearby. Yeah, it's sort of. We thought of her when making this. Is kind of what it is. But I had a meeting with the producer, and he was just like tell me about yourself. It's kind of like the bachelor audition where it was like, just talk about yourself. And I was like, well, let me tell you. you. Do you you got a couple hours? Yeah. And basically like his whole thing and his whole thing. And he actually come to find out he and Gray's dad have known each other for a long time. Didn't know that they had that connection was cool. Um, but he was basically just like, yeah, I, uh, I, I think I think we can make you a star like let's make this show and like let's put no we and it was funny with the writer when we were going over the show pitch because you have to like the right the writer and I have to like pitch the show to studios and stuff like that. So when we were going over the writer the the show pitch, you know, you go over the cast of characters and the character's name is Annie. And it's like Annie and she was like, you know think like a, this actress or this actress and he's like, no when we do the pitch, you're going to say, be- like, think Becca Martinez. Like, we're not going to have, like, someone else, but, like, it's going to be Becca playing this character. Whoa. So, I'm like, okay. You're like, not going to argue with that. Good, Good sir. sir. So, I mean, again, I, who knows what happens with that? And also, like, even if it gets picked up by a studio, this is the kind of thing where it can be like, three or four years in the future, something sure. might happen. Um, but, uh, uh, all that being said about the acting thing it's like yeah I'm definitely open to it I would love to see you start going out for auditions oh my god the idea of you being
0: on like our last episode where you're like I just you know I'm wanting to battle those feelings of potential jealousy it's like Evan and I recap reality TV until we die and <laughs> Becca becomes the next Anna de Armas
1: are <laughs> 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 like the oh red oh carpet premieres god. and we're like
0: Bachelor season number 721, um, darling. Yes, yes.
1: Well, I would know how to handle the PR, that's for sure. Getting the... It would be... Yeah. I don't know, though. I am quite... Like, I'm not... I'm I'm not a diva, but I have a hard time with people telling me what to do. Like, I've got, done some commercials before. Like... Since The Bachelor, you know, because they're like, oh, I want Bachelor. Becca Martinez is doing the commercial for Brita or whatever. And it is really hard for me for someone to be like, D- do, okay, do it again. Okay, do that again. You're like, I'm not doing it do again. Do that <laughs> again, but do this. And I'm like, I just did that, you know? And they're like, oh, but more of this. And I'm like, but that wasn't enough. Like, it's. Right. I don't know if I can really handle that environment. So we'll see. Maybe the stage calls to you. I, d- Maybe have, the, been thinking the stage. I have been the Broadway stage. I haven't thinking lately. I'd like to. I, I was legit last week looking up like auditions at like the Long Beach Playhouse because I was should. like, "Sounds fun." You should. I hate theater people, though. I'm gonna. How <laughs> honestly dare you?
0: Well, I was in theater
1: all of high know. school, but I hated theater. Do you know people. what's so
0: funny? Is a couple of years ago I started looking up play like if there were local musicals. Oh yeah, because I was just
1: like, it just sounds fun. Like, it yeah. just sounds
0: fun. Well, guys, to try we, to you may not see a- us on
1: the podcast, but Jess and I may be on the stage together. I mean, how fun would that be, though? For real? Oh, my God. Like, I love, I live for the theater. One of my best friends growing up, we got double casted as uh, Cruella, and that was a blast. Like. She was my best friend. Oh, you were double casted. You were understudy. No, because
0: like, that sounds like it could be some drama no, no, in the street. Pr- no, a double.
1: Ca- it was a straight oh, double so cast. That's and so fun. She and I both were cruel, and it was like I was so fun. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. But anyway, can you imagine <sighs> yeah. if we got in a role together? That would be so fun. I'm like you
0: would be an ingenue, an <laughs> ingenue energy and I'm definitely like evil aunt.
1: <laughs> That's what I, th- to be honest, I always wanted to play the uh, the those characters, you know, like the fun, like the villainous shirt. like over those the top. Those are super, you get the like, laugh a
0: lot of times it's too. It's just fun. And it's also less pressure because you're not on stage all the time with all the lines and all the Or songs. you are like when
1: you're Cruella de Vil, like when That's I was 10 and that was the best of both worlds. I'm like, I'm the evil villain star of the show. That's awesome. Like, please, <laughs> yeah, I al- did always want to play those characters. But yeah, instead, I in high school we had like a couple. My teacher was really into the '60s shows, and so I always got cast as like, ding, yep. you know,
0: yeah, I was this the bad person. <laughs> <laughs> was the bad people. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want that, dude. Because, that's of, the, a, what, because that's, of the pressure, a lot of times too. It's just fun. It's, it's also just fun. fun. Like you get to really like play. You get you get to be an
1: actor. I just
0: also um, w- something that your girl can't do for the life of her is
1: dance. Well, we know that we both have to be in a starring role so that everyone else dances around. But us. But a lot of the
0: shows that I'd be doing is the lead would have a lot of dancing, mm. ro- like dancing parts, or at least not even. Intense dancing. It was just constant on stage singing and having to know just do a few moves. Yeah. And I can't do even just a few moves. I'm like, if you gave me one song, then I can just learn maybe the steps to that. And I'm not going to do it well, but at least that's one to focus on. When it was like a lead where you're like, oh, there's 15 songs and you have to learn a few steps for all of mm-hmm. these. No way, absolutely not. The hard pass. Oh,
1: that's that lot. was
0: always my that was always my sadness of musical theater because i loved it but i can't dance
1: i'm a straight show girl because i mean like i i won't say that i'm the world's worst singer but like you I can can't, carry a tune but i can't hit the notes if you know what i mean i carry a tune i can't hit the notes sure. so i prefer the straight shows mm-hmm. also oh, no actually some of my favorite shows ever are musicals my favorite show of all time is fiddler on the roof it's a good one yeah I, I love a lot of musicals, but yeah, I got to go for the straight shows anyway. All
0: right. Well, tune in <sighs> to see if Becca hits the stage. Yeah. Who or knows? Maybe become
1: a star, but yeah, I don't have any podcasts people were asking about pod. Some people are asking about podcast stuff. I don't really like, I threw together like an outline, but I'm like, I'm not going to do that right now. I don't really know what I want to do. Let's see here. See a lot about the bros.
0: So much about the
1: bros. I know it's sweet.
0: Okay, Broads, one more quick pause here. So if you were to ask me or anyone what our dream shoe is for everyday wear, for everyday life, you know, you need a dream shoe that works with your reality, something that's comfortable, affordable, long lasting, super cute, goes with literally anything in your closet. If you haven't already fallen in love with Rothy's, Broads, you're about to because it's that dream shoe we're talking about
1: rothy's they make some of our favorite shoes here at chatty broads and we love that they have stuff for the bros and the kiddos too they of course have their two bestsellers for women the point and the flat they have endless five-star reviews online they've been featured in pretty much every magazine ever And they're the perfect shoes. They strike that delicate balance of being trendy, but they're still so classic. So you can keep wearing them for years and years with nearly any outfit and they always work.
0: And by the way, she literally means years and years because Rothy's has done something really amazing, Broads. All of their shoes are totally machine washable. So when your pair starts to look a little loved, you just toss them in the wash and you pull out a practically new pair after just one wash. And let me say this, as a parent... Having kids shoes from Rothy's has been a game changer because we all know how dirty the little kids shoes can get, especially after school, after daycare. I throw the shoes in the wash. They're looking good as new. Bless.
1: Get stylish shoes that are versatile and durable enough to wear all the time with Rothy's. And to get $20 off your first purchase, go to rothys.com slash chatty. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash chatty to get $20 off your first purchase of Rothy's. Rothy's.com slash chatty.
0: So, you know, I've always, always loved seaweed, okay? As a snack, it is unmatched. But until recently, I did not know that it was also one of the hero products in my favorite skincare brand, Osea. If you listen to us often, you already know how much we love Osea's clean, vegan, cruelty-free skincare line that they've been perfecting for over 25 years, which means they really know their stuff when it comes to getting your skin to its healthiest and glowiest
1: state. Oh, they really do. And right now, this is the time you want to give your skin a little extra bit of TLC. The weather's changing. Here's where the seaweed comes in. Osea uses seaweed for its incredible anti-aging and moisturizing properties. All of their um, Andaria algae products are incredible. Their body oil, their body butter, both are enriched with the nutrient-dense seaweed to transform your skin and keep you glowing.
0: Okay, I know the word transform might sound like we're being a bit dramatic because, you know, we can be sometimes, but I swear to God, Brods, this is the real deal. I use the body oil and the body butter after my daily baths, and I feel so soft and smooth. It's incredible. We've been saying this for a long time now. Becca and I have both been using Osea for years. It is by a mile my favorite skincare line, and you got to give it a try. Also, great gift idea for the upcoming holidays.
1: For clean body care that gives you facial skincare level results, you've gotta try OSEA. And right now we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site wide with promo code chatty ten at OSEAMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and orders over fifty bucks get free shipping. You're gonna want it all. Go to oseamalibu.com, promo code chatty ten.
0: Uh this is oh we'll just be only recapping with Evan or talking about other topics too. Um Just to answer this, you know, we're going to be doing reality TV recapping, but I think with that comes conversations about other topics within the reality TV recap. I would imagine that that's just going to be our style. Truth of the matter is this. My sweet, sweet, dear husband was not on The Bachelor and doesn't have all the intel or the historical knowledge of (laughs) Becca. So it's going to be some silly fun recapping and then probably also conversations
1: about a lot of other things weaved throughout um, that somebody also brought up that you never told the story about the girl on the Hawaii beach, and I wanted to say that w- good memory first of all to this wow. person. Secondly, we will be doing a final date night episode. We should talk about that so, on the date night. Yeah, no, that's I think that's what we were saving it for. I okay. was like, I want to hear like Gray's response to the hearing this story for the first time.
0: It's very upsetting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would also love to hear Evan's version of what happened. Yeah, me too. From his perspective, because he didn't see part of the conversation he only got the end from her yeah
1: with himself and didn't you kind of shut up about it like after that like you were kind of just upset and didn't really like talk a lot about it to him immediately after
0: yes i did not talk because i was so upset
1: about it and then like we ended
0: up bringing it up like a year later randomly it came into my mind i'm like oh my god do you remember that and then we both shared our versions of what happened and i was like i was really Upset about it's that. It's kind of yeah. He didn't do anything, by no. the way. No, this is another
1: woman. Was we'll bring it up. We'll the other woman. It. We'll bring it up on on the date night.
0: Um. Will you get matching tattoos?
1: Maybe. Maybe.
0: Becca, is here's the thing. <laughs> your your tattoos are a little more sacred.
1: Well, then I also have like the random ones that I let like a drunk friend do on me. But I'm like, that as was... a
0: tattoo person, I'm like, <laughs> if Becca wants to tattoo her face on my
1: breasts, I will be totally fine with that. I got to no. Yeah, I would definitely. I would do a I would do I a, would do a tattoo. To. We talked a long time ago about doing a rose with a microwave, but I don't think. Uh,
0: I mean, that was the cl- that was is, the original was the idea, the, original the, the rose with the microwave. We could do that. Or if the broads have any ideas of what we should get as matching tattoos, please feel free to send them over. Put it in the comments.
1: Yeah. I mean, the rose with the microwave, I think if done right, could be really, really, really cute. It is fun. And it's a great conversation starter.
0: You know, someone looks at that and they go, what in God's name is a rose covering a microwave? What does that mean? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Should we have Tasha tattoo them on us?
1: No, can we get Taysha to come in? <laughs> okay, let's get Taysha's dad, dad to, to come. No, <laughs> I have it. Let's do like the best friend necklaces, but let's have one half chatting, one half broads. Oh, that's
0: really cute. Let's do that. I like that a lot. I will totally do that.
1: Okay, I'll do that. A thousand percent. You don't. You don't have any on your feet, do you? I don't. Well, it's we're the gonna have to time. do them. We're gonna have to do a matching foot tattoo. Um, I have, yeah, I have none I really on like my this feet. Location, like on kind of like the outside of that the is heel. Nice. That's gonna hurt, honey. It's gonna hurt. I've got. Um, it's not. I've I've gotten like I've pretty much every other part of my foot tattooed. This is the worst part when it rolls over your tendon. There, it just feels weird. Yeah, I'm telling you, it does not. It do, it doesn't hurt that. Okay. Much. Yeah. Everyone makes a, such a big deal about the feet, but it's like any other tattoo. You've gotten every like every part of you <laughs> tattooed.
0: I I have to tell you though, the places where people get tattooed the most, like the like the spots that everyone's got a little tattoo on. Yeah. Those are the spots that hurt me the most. Like where? Like inside the wrist. That seems so tender. That hurts so. Like that really bothered that me. That seems really tender. I got very lightheaded during well, that, that process. Well, that also has
1: like the weird tendony thing. Like that yes. that rolls over the tendon, like on the foot. Yes. Yeah. Behind the ear, hurts like hell. That I believe that. And p- tons of people have the little that's a like, little thing that's behind like the, the ear. Skull though. It that, hurts. Like yeah, that seems and painful. And then the rib cage yeah that seems really that's everyone, known to be painful I know but
0: that but that's I'm like it's so funny that like the spots that are some of the most painful spots on the body are where everyone gets like their first tattoo
1: like yeah, the top of the foot funny. I don't have one but it's known to be one
0: of the most painful spots to get it's, tattooed I promise
1: you it's not that bad it's really not <sighs> I mean, a tattoo's tattoo. I mean, it's I'm like, I can,
0: I can do it. Also, that's, that's so simple.
1: We're not getting like a rose with a microwave might, might be a little more in depth. But no, if we I do like half say, a heart, you, with a rose like, with a
0: microwave on the top of the foot would be would be painful. That requires some shading. Yeah, that's not just a single needle. That's yeah. that's an ouchy moment. Yeah,
1: I could also put half of it on my little on my little anklet, but that's all for dead people. So that's a little weird to put our podcast. Oh, on. Oh, I'm like, oh that. no. Anyway, I love that.
0: I think that's a very cute
1: can idea. Can we get it with a little keychain like thing like attached? Like can we get like a little keychain tattooed to the like half of the yes. heart?
0: I will whatever design you want, okay. I will put on my body. Okay. okay. That's easy. No questions asked. Okay, okay, okay. Like I said, you want a full portrait of your face, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Just tell me where. Okay. There might be a limit of where. Right. If you want it literally on my throat, yeah. then yeah. I might be like, no. Yeah. But if you wanted your face on my back, I'd consider. Okay. <laughs> there are no bounds. Okay. Okay. There are no bounds. Then yes. The answer is yes.
1: Oh, some of these are really sweet. We could have someone tattoo us while we're on the episode. I, I think that's a great idea. I know someone. I Actually, she found... I know someone who... She's done both my uh, my cross tattoo and this tattoo, and she found me through Chatty Broads. Oh, my gosh. And messaged me and said, like, Hey, love Chatty Broads. Like, I'd love to give you that's
0: amazing. a free tattoo. And she and her gave me a free tattoo. Ta- her tattoos are gorgeous awesome
1: she's great they're so nice so maybe she would be down we paid her to come and yeah that'd be fun
0: that would be amazing um this is really sweet what was the moment you knew i'll combine this what was the moment you knew you would both be friends forever
1: Uh, okay we're still searching for that moment no i was gonna say like (laughs) Well, you know, I'm genuinely trying to think of that. Well, I was gonna say like, this sounds fucked up, but I would say in like in the last few months, sure. like I genuinely didn't know before, like how the podcast was going to, this sounds so dramatic, but like, I didn't know how the podcast was going to come to an end. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this going to like burn up in flames and like, we'll never talk to each other.
0: I don't think it's dramatic. I think breaching that subject, like we were saying before, if one of us wouldn't have been on the same page. It's like, like we've explained, you try to be transparent with it. Like it is a business. So if all of a sudden one person's like, I'm done, that means the loss of
1: business for someone. So that's a
0: big like, oh shit.
1: Yeah. Um, And people do, we were just talking about this the other day. People do weird stuff in business. Like people take even people you think really you know really well can take weird like left turns yeah and, and they say you
0: know don't get involved with friends in business but, the <laughs> but thing i made th- my
1: friend through business
0: that's a, so that's what's special is i think that and i wonder and i do wonder and think about this often is
1: is that really why it worked for so long well i do think it's kind of like you know they say also don't or maybe they don't I say don't be roommates with a friend like a already established friend mm-hmm. I think of it the exact same way but I had a great friend who I became I've had a friend or two that I've quite nearly lo- completely lost the relationship because of being roommates and then I had like one really wonderful friend who we became friends from being roommates didn't mm-hmm. really know each other decided like yeah I'm looking for a roommate you're looking for a roommate let's do it And a beautiful friendship formed. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's the same thing. Yeah. I really do. It's like you've got, yeah. You can't come in with like a narrative or a story about who the other person is beforehand. you know what I mean?
0: I fully agree. I think that specifically, yeah. and, And going into business and being like, okay, this is what we know of our friendship on a friendship level it just changes when it does become business because things there are serious elements to it yeah um so i think because we were able to start our relationship from business and like grow our friendship then it was like oh this is so i'm excited to then have it be like what is the relationship going to look like when there's no business yeah
1: for sure Or I think like with business or roommates you or you have to go in with someone that is literally like family where you've like been in screaming matches and haven't spoken, you know, and like, you know, all of that kind of stuff where you have literally they've seen every side of you. So then you feel comfortable like just being able to. Totally. Call it straight. That's why
0: I'm like, I don't feel nervous about starting. Like I, I know I've joked about it, but I don't feel nervous about starting like business with Evan. Well, you've
1: also done so much business with him. Like we've done business
0: for, we've been in business together for years, just in other facets as well. But I will tell you this, uh, wouldn't have been able to have a business with him, towards the beginning of our relationship that's for sure that would have probably ruined our relationship because we operate differently it's over time and like learning like ways of communicating and understanding each other that now it's like oh it's really fun to do business together
1: well and I know you guys even went through like it it wasn't quite because you're doing business together but you guys went through growing pains like when we first started the podcast because your relationship dynamic shifted because of like this new career move and you know, like
0: he was in the middle of going through a massive like loss and all of a sudden we were super busy and And it was all of a sudden this full shift because for numerous years before that um, I had been uh, staying at home with Ember and like taking a break from the business and, um, and he had been so busy and providing financially everything for the family. So then all of a sudden when that dynamic swapped, that was a big shift. Mm -hmm. Definite growing pains. That's for sure.
1: Any kind of transition, any kind of transition. Mm -hmm. It's not easy.
0: But I mean, as far as us being friends for forever, like I feel similarly I'm because I think forever is the key word. You know what I mean? I think that it was like, no, I'm like, have felt like you're, friend through this whole thing and then I like remember when that feeling of friend shifted into like more best friend territory and I think that that comes through hardships too like working through certain things going through hard things together like that then and then I think when you're sitting behind a mic we're having conversations that are not surface level often. So you're all of a sudden opening up and having these conversations. And I'm like, oh shit, I haven't had some of these conversations with the people I've been closest with in my life for years. Yeah. And that takes it to that level. But as far as like friends forever, I feel similar where it's like this locked it in where I'm like, okay. Security. This is, it's a safe place.
1: I think there's different layers because like, I think that, yeah, when Jess and I first started or when you and I first like hung out together, there was instantly like a connection, you know, where I was like, we can totally like be friends, like yeah. we're we're on the same page. Um, and I know, I know, probably like everyone says this about Jess when they meet her, but I also felt like it was like, you know, like I bet everyone says like, oh, we could be best friends, but like I had this feeling, you know, where I was like, oh, no, but I like, don't we- always feel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was kind of alluding to. It was like, no, I got the vibe that I was like, you were like, oh, immediately, no, I, no like, no, I
0: immediately. Went, as soon as Evan and I got in the Uber, I remember being like, I feel like I get really close with
1: Becca. Well, and and when you, when Jess, when you first, I'm going back and forth with the audience and you, when you first asked me to do the podcast, mm-hmm. I remember both of us were kind of like, are you? I don't remember if I said it or you said it, but someone was sort of like, let's not like do the thing where we like say, kind of say we're going to do it and we don't. And, and maybe it was you. And I was just kind of like, no, like, no, I'm like, oh, it we, was me. And I was like, no, like I'm telling you, like I'm going to come and we're going to do, do it. Remember, like I'm not was, just saying that. <laughs> no, I remember being like, like, you don't need to placate me right now. Cause that's what I was feeling. Right, for like, sure. cause I didn't
0: know you well enough to know that you wouldn't lie to me about hovering when you meditate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like,
1: like, I did it. So I'm like, okay, I don't want well, you to and, feel. And look, I don't. I'm not so honest that if someone says, do you want to do it? I'm like, no. Like, I, I definitely yeah. will kind of beat around and be like, for sure. Yeah. Let's talk about it. No, yeah, I remember being like, out. I remember yeah. being like, okay,
0: I i want to make sure that you don't feel like i'm pressuring you or that like if you don't show up and we run into each other that i'm going to be like
1: that bitch no i like think it my, was like all right like, i let's shifted just say, my voice down an octave and i was like did. no yeah i'm did. gonna come over to your house next week like i'm not saying that like yeah. i'm gonna do it we were yelling over do the do comedy it. store transition yes. music from comic yes. to comic yeah. yes and i was like no i'm like, I'm going to come over. I'm, I'm serious. I'm I actually I, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do want to do this yeah. with you. So um, anyway, I felt that mutual like, no, we're. Yes, we're on we're on the same page here. I know mm-hmm. we are. Um, and then I do remember like it was probably during the pandemic or something where I was like, "Oh my god, like Jess is the only person I text every single day and we both are like the only person we'll respond to like within 3 business days." So, <laughs> if you if you Know me on a on a cell. <laughs> if you know me, me on a too. cell
0: phone level, you know I'm like I get so overwhelmed. That's why I think I have a hard time with Instagram. I'm like I get so overwhelmed with text messages, calls, just because I'm like there's so much always in the, in my head, and I have to like kind of keep myself steady. And so it's really not intentional that I like don't respond. Yeah. I just get so like focused on something. But yeah, you're one of the only people. And I've... and I've,
1: I'll have like 15 unread texts and I'm like, click on dresses that's like eighth down and then I'll listen to it and respond back, yeah, you know? Yeah,
0: no, it's... We always were like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll always listen. It's like, it doesn't matter weekend <laughs> if I know that it's business or not yeah. business. I'm like, I'll listen right, to the message. Right, that's true, yeah. And, um, and I think though, what come... What part of that is too
1: is like the safety and the friendship because... Also, urgency though, because like we have also had to get back to each other. Like, right. Well, I think that's how it's
0: seven business days, right? Well, I think that's how it started right. the back and forth. It's like, okay, I'm gonna always respond because this we started this urgency. It's like, again, well, business. we are recording an episode we, on Wednesday, we so we need fully to know what we're it. gonna talk about right. on Wednesday, right? But like, also. Then in that, beyond then when it became not just about business, it was like, okay, I feel there's like then the safety and the friendship of like, okay, I know I could leave her on red for a month. There's no
1: pressure. So when right. the pressure's off, then it's you're like. like oh. when I,
0: I could leave you on red for a month and yeah. you would totally understand yeah right and that then it kind of alleviates that anxiety of uh-huh. like okay yeah i can respond uh-huh i think sometimes the anxiety makes me then shut down and be like i don't know what to um, say back oh
1: me too when someone asks like how have you been doing they probably won't hear from me for like 4 months <laughs>
0: I'm like i am so sorry i just don't
1: even know what to say you know you give it back to me my dad always jokes
0: about. with me about it cuz i'll be like you know, all of a sudden just like go dark and he's like, well, just then text me and be like, nice hearing from you. I'm like, I'm so sorry, dad. I just was anxious about this, 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 and that. And I just, you know, got caught up in emails and then I just, oh,
1: yeah. When are you going to share the name of your guys' show? That's also what people are asking about.
0: Okay, well, I will say that I'm going to be doing a little photo shoot here soon, working on some creative for the cover. So I thought it would be fun to share the name of the show in like the upcoming weeks. Fun. And once we have everything, you know, I want it to look pretty for everyone, right? was <laughs> aesthetically put together um, and then we'll release it, maybe release a little trailer, all that. Like I said, um, I want to give definitive answers to everyone right now, but I also, it's still the final pieces are falling together, but the definitive answer I can give is that um, it will be happening either immediately or in the week or two following chatty broads Yay. so yeah
1: somebody just said what about like a reunion tour that i would, would be love to, to do, do that in sometime in the future just um, a couple
0: live shows
1: just a couple casual and now that you shows. know
0: that we're a few years like you know we're it's getting safer i'm like it would be so fun to do it in like live in venues I know. yeah I know. uh i'm so I get glad. Real amped up <laughs> with a a live crowd you'll see a part of me that you've never seen before which is probably so
1: obnoxious and to be honest like I think the the, yeah the live I think the live show thing kind of freaks, freaks me out a little bit yeah I like a performance, but like, I don't know. But like
0: an impromptu live. Or like
1: being on, again, being on someone else's show. Cause I've done like TV live things Yeah, it was before. like, you've done Jimmy Kimmel. Like that's like that the ultimate awesome set of nerves to me. I think it's like something about it being like our show, you know, like my show. Sure. Also, I'm so glad someone asked, they said, can you do a final Jessica Yadu episode? I'll miss those. You bet your ass we can make that happen. <sighs> oh yeah. That's all that I want. <laughs> That would be a really good that's
0: a fantastic final episode. One of our finals.
1: Nine months since she read our charts. It's about damn time. I'm fiending. That's true. And then also too. She didn't mention us much on the bros (laughs) episode. You're like talking about them. Where am I? Where do Jess and Becca come into this reading? We need a final job. Because yeah, she didn't. She
0: was just talking about Evan and Grayston, and I feel like now that she will know that our show is coming to the close, maybe she can give us some good parting no, words that's kind of what for I'm our thinking. Future. No, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> what, if she's, what if she gets on the mic and she's like, you guys should not be ending this. Your charts are screaming that you should make be ending this. And we're just like... <laughs> that would be crazy. Okay. But again,
1: like I, I don't know. I don't feel like... I know that's a joke, but also like, I do feel for like you at least that you're just like pivoting, but I don't feel like it's like your podcast career is not ending. You're going to be sitting in front of this wall and on this couch might look different, yeah. but like, no, you know, I mean, it's you're, like,
0: you're not here, which is a big difference. Yeah. Well, so let's not <laughs> brush that aside and say that there's, you know, but no, I'll be continuing to podcast for sure. And in, in similar lanes.
1: Yeah. Um I'm so- hoping to become the next host of The Bachelor. Yeah, that'd be I I I would support that. Thank you. I would support that. Someone said is this possible financially can you both live without this income? I mean, Jess is continuing on, but then also like I have my Instagram and then Evan also has a full-blown career. Which people are also asking, like, well, is he going to be quitting his job? (laughs) Okay, so...
0: (laughs) No. No. (laughs) No, He won't (laughs) be. Yeah, as far as, like, financial stuff goes... um, I mean, it's definitely a shift for us. Absolutely. Um, You know... I don't know how to put this. Um if people continue to support mine and evan's podcast then that will be con- that will be a financial revenue source for us if that goes away then there definitely will be um a shift financially for evan and i which is why because you know we hope everyone loves the podcast and continues listening to the podcast um but if that is not so that is why Evan will not be quitting his job, but he will be continuing with his job. Also, Evan loves doing both. The thing that you got to know about Evan is the man loves to be booked and busy. He loves having a million things going on. That's when he is flying and happy. And Evan is loves doing the podcast and is excited about that. Evan's also really fucking good at his other job. Well, and also, And I, I love like that he has this other job that he that brings him so much joy as
1: well. Also like Evan would probably lose his mind if he quit his job. He'd be like, "Okay, He's, I'm going to golf for 2 weeks and then I'm going to he'd be like, I'm losing my mind. Oh, like he, why am I not working 60 no. hours?" I
0: mean, the truth of the matter is if he did quit his job to do full-time podcasting, the people might like it because the amount of content that would be coming out. He'd
1: be like, We need to have to record another. He'd be like, Well, I have two other shows actually on the yeah, side. He's like, I'm
0: guesting on 100 podcasts this week. I have uh, my Patreon. I'm also going to be starting he a can YouTube. He gives himself 60 hours of work. <laughs> no, that's true. He's like, I'm going to start a YouTube for us, a family channel. We're going to start putting out all this. I mean, it would be nonstop. And I would be like, Does all of this work include me, though? Because I need to rest. I know you don't, but
1: I do. Well, and, you know, also Jessica Lanyard who said on their bros episode, if you didn't listen he she was basically like Evan stay, stick with what you're doing it's working for you
0: I mean and honestly like like proud proud partner moment like he he's killing it is so good at what he does it's wild and he's been the past like starting the past year he's always worked with big artists but this past no, year like, like his
1: career has blown he up he
0: is working with and I can't name him but like really amazing artists and he's like Really amazing. He's very he's quite humble when he doesn't he never talks about it. And I'm always like, can you brag a little bit because when we're at family dinners, I'm always like, so everybody. did you see that Evan did? Can
1: I tell you what Evan doing this because he just will sit there and not say anything? Yeah. I'm like, fine, I'll share it. Do you think that he gets Do you think that maybe he gets a little overwhelmed with feeling like, like does he feel like oh i have a job that no one even knows like what like what the job is that i do like no one even knows that this job is even a thing like
0: no he just he's always he's kind of always been all the pressure he puts on is just on himself he doesn't really care if other people give him any credit it's always if he feels like what he's doing is valuable
1: is and is good enough huh
0: so it wouldn't even really matter like what he was doing it's the pressure so he like won't share it i'm yeah. the one who wants to use like, it as a bragging Hello. tool a little more. <laughs> look at this um, I'm like, be proud of yourself sir and he's just like i mean i don't know I'm like say it people, but yeah i'm so proud of him
1: if people have also asked it's funny too Someone said, can just be more active on social media so we don't miss her. That's the first question. I will tell you this much
0: I will do my damnedest. I really will. Um, A lot of times when I will take like long breaks on Instagram, it's either one because I am having a little bump in like my mental health. And one of the biggest ways that I can help regulate myself is to stay off social media. It's so good. And genuinely, it's not even like, oh my gosh, don't look in the DMs. It's not even that. It's it's just the sti- like the constant stimulation. And Overwhelm
1: of information and exactly. people. Like-
0: and it'll just be like ringing in my head all day. So that's a lot of times why I'll step away from social media is just like protect my brain. Um, and then also too, when I am like having a hard time If I'm just being perfectly honest, I know this isn't the sexy answer. I'm real, I get really sensitive and I know this about myself. So, you know, for example, a couple weeks ago, I put a really cute little video out of Ember and I received some comments that were like, in my opinion, like really hurtful. And I really retracted and I'm like, no, that hurts too bad. Yeah. So I don't, then all of a sudden posting something else scared me. And I was like, you know, like processing, like, do I want to put this out there? And I just had a million thoughts about it. And so sometimes I'm just like, I just want to protect that privacy when I feel like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. No, I think it makes perfect sense. But what I'm really working on in myself, and you are a pinnacle of this to me, and I've always been such a great example, is that even if you feel this way, even if you feel fearful, Mm -hmm. you really do an amazing job of living without fear. Mm. And being willing to be authentic, and even if it's not received, Mm that you're going to stand by who you are. And I live in a lot of fear and I'm not going to put out something that's not authentic. So I'm then just not going to put something out. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to then put something out fake that I don't mean and like kind of put up this facade of like, everything's good or like whatever if I don't mean it but then if something is not good or I'm nervous about it, then I just will retract. And I'm really trying to like use you as an example as I move forward Yeah, is being like, not everybody's going to like you and that's okay. Yeah. And it's important. And I want my daughter to have that as an example too. Like I want my daughter to feel like she is living like this empowered part of herself who has boundaries and can speak truth and love and humor and not live in fear. And so that's something that I'm really trying to work on. And so
1: honestly, I think your relationship to social media seems at least from a distance, like pretty healthy. Like it seems like this is like, i guess just within our relationship like the healthiest relationship social media like you've ever had at this point in your life i
0: appreciate that i definitely feel like the best i do but i haven't been on Mm -hmm. social media you know
1: i mean i think what you're saying is so good and i think what i would have said in the past is i would have been like well share some of that you know like share that you're feeling like overwhelmed or you're feeling sensitive but to be honest like that's really shifted in me where I've realized unfortunately that um people will definitely take vulnerability and weaponize it against you and mm-hmm. really try to poison it and twist it and that's not to say never be vulnerable but I have myself become much more selective about yeah journeys that I'm sharing because you know it's like some things just don't need to be shared that's and true. if you're not feeling Called led by the spirit to post, then don't you know? Yeah, and people get so much about like, about yeah, like you. there's a podcast. I'm gonna do, I'll In say long this form I'm gonna do my very
0: best to make sure that like I'm posting about any updates or things that are going on or if there's like, hey, this is what's coming out with the podcast or da 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 and like business type stuff. I think the reason sometimes I don't is because I don't then only want to post that on social media because I know that that is Right. so boring when it's literally just like, which is why I haven't posted ads. I think I have an ad maybe coming up in like a week, but I haven't posted ads in months because I'm like, I haven't been posting on social media. So I don't want to just post ads and be like, people be like, okay, just the ads and then the business stuff. It's like, no, I want to, you know, I had a thought
1: for you though. Yeah. What if you just, what if you didn't feel the pressure to add a caption? What about just with literally no explanation Just posting photos and videos of like what you're doing on the weekend, That's walking on the beach, taking a picture of Ember in front of us, something and just no caption, just sharing some pictures and videos of whatever you're doing. That's a really nice idea. Because people, I think I was just thinking, I'm like, what are people wanting? They they get hours of you every like of us, you know, every week as it is like. um, But I think sometimes people just want a little snapshot into your life.
0: You're just going to get a ton of selfies of me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just but, like thirst trap selfie thirst trap yeah, selfie. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: but you know even people just love even like seeing a little I think a p- picture paints a thousand words you know even just a shot running on the beach or something like that mm-hmm. just a little click and idea. just just post it and then get back off the app you know because you know no one's gonna you're so good on social Evan and I were
0: talking about it the other day we're like listen there it's it's a special gift and I know people will say like, oh, this is just, you know, people I don't people make comments about like, sure. oh, the kids these days and the influencers, <laughs> and it's just nothing and da da da. It's like you we're on a reality TV show, so you got followers. Yeah. But like there's a special skill set for social media and like that is one of your many gifts. Thank it's you. Like, damn.
1: Thank you. You always
0: like <laughs> know what to <laughs> to post or like the good take. I'm like, I don't even it's just, I think I health. really
1: like, cause I was like thinking it's about this art. recently. I think I really like psychology, like people with what I like to try like, what do people? And I really like marketing and advertising mm-hmm. for that reason. Like before I went to college, I was like, yeah, I'd really like to go into marketing and advertising. Cause I really like, and then now I'm just like, Oh my God, marketing and advertising is so fucking soulless, but I'm also like a part of it. And Oh my God. But I've always been interested in it. Cause I'm like, okay, how can we like, how can we reach people? Mm-hmm. You know, like what, what, commercial makes me feel things and like how why does it do that and then like what makes other people feel some type of way Mm -hmm. you know so like I don't know I've just always been interested in that part of it but also I think that I just didn't get enough attention as a child so I (laughs) love getting attention from a lot of strangers on the internet you know that is fun Um, and with that someone asked are you going to be posting more on social media and I'm like bitch no I will not be (laughs) what the heck I feel like yeah too much too much social media yeah um, i don't think there are really any other pressing questions but if more come up we can always answer that. yeah
0: you know it's again we want to keep this like obviously we're going to have our favorites on yes. some of our favorite guests and we're going to still be recapping bachelor paradise but want to keep it free flowing too so it's like if anything comes up want to answer it and uh we'll post On Instagram, what you suggested—great idea. Maybe topics, People on a hard post, and go ahead and like away on the ones that you are interested in. Yes. So that we can. We're gonna do Jessica
1: and anyway (laughs)
0: because we want to hear about our futures. Obviously, (laughs) Jessica is always such a gift. And Craig, please more i come on, Roz! It's spooky season, baby. It We're is. entering in Halloween. It's the perfect
1: time to have Roz on. You know who I was just telling people about the other day too was Portals from Hell, girl. That was no, the, Katrina that we back on. But
0: fantastic, wild, fantastic. Um,
1: and now I'm like, we got to pre- we got to get some sort of stories prepped for Roz. I know
0: we got to get some things prepped for Rob for Roz also.
1: You know, I love a Mark Wahlberg visit. I know. He sent me the sweetest message. I today. saw that he sent yeah. it. I have to open up the message. It's so he nice. He is. He's so nice.
0: Mark Wahlberg is the loveliest, one of the Please. loveliest people I've ever encountered. And he, like, when you and Gray got engaged, he sent flowers. Like, I, I mean, it, that man is the real fucking deal, people support him (laughs) no he's amazing amazing why don't
1: we have him on to like break down some bachelor in paradise stuff why don't we like make him watch an episode or two and come on for that i just had chills (laughs) oh my god as a host behind the scenes yes. yes 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 and also to give his take on their dynamics and stuff like that you know like
0: that is such a good idea Oh, my God. Let's do it. Okay, Mark, you hear this? We know you listen. We're calling you. Yes. <laughs> We're texting you. Start watching Paradise now. Please. Yes, please start watching. Start prepping. Get the backstories. <sighs> love that idea. All right. Well, good things are cooking. We love you, broads. And chat soon. We'll chat soon. Mwah. Mwah.